Welcome to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast, where we are going to overcome our fears, doubts, and insecurities. I'm your host, Felicia Wallace, and I would like for you to join me on my journey to slaying my own self-doubt, and hopefully you slaying some of yours as well. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Science Self Dog Podcast. I'm your girl, Felicia Wallace. Um, So I'm going to jump right in because I wanted to talk about this last week, but I couldn't because we were talking about something else. And I don't know if you noticed, like kind of in the middle, I kind of brought it up. But so last week we talked about um, it's okay to be sad. And I really wanted to speak on it because I feel like that so many times, you know, women especially get a bad rap about being super emotional and we tend to maybe try to be strong and you know not let anybody know that we're hurting when we really are and I think that you have to have some type of self-awareness to be able to know that like whatever season you're in right now kind of sucks and to do the things that you need to do to be emotionally well but also understanding that being emotionally male doesn't well doesn't mean that you don't feel and so with that one of the things I wanted to talk about um you know I know my uh journey is more so sharing just my advice as a woman and you know of course because I'm a woman I will uh will always be fruiting for women and also that perspective is a little bit easier because it's something that I dealt with but as I entered into motherhood and having boys it's a little bit different right because as a girl you know I remember growing up and my mom was very much so like you know what are you feeling how's things going she had a problem talking about her emotions when certain things happened it you know, my dad was not the disciplinarian. He'd be like, what your mother say? You know, talk to your mother. It didn't matter what it was. It was just like, you know, I think he felt like as a male, you know, he didn't know whether or not he could really um, make an impact on us. And or I don't know whether or not he felt comfortable because, you know, we're girls or whatever. I actually remember um, I got my first tattoo when I was like, 20 2021 something like that I think I was 20 it's for my birthday and um it's a it's 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 what what the old folks would call a tramp stamp and so I went to this party had it done and it's so crazy because every time I tell this story I even think about it I just was like I was crazy I know that I was but anyway so the next day we go to church and it's because it's on my back I'm like okay I can't I can cover it up whatever have you blah 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 so but I was just so worried about what my mom was going to say that I like couldn't hold it in anymore right so we leave church and we're like on the, the church grounds and it's a huge church in um the area the church we were going to at that time so like you know everybody's walking out like hundreds of people come in they like praise the lord sister all of that and so i'm standing outside the car and i was like i got something to tell you she's like what and so i was like i got a tattoo and she's like what and so she was livid i could see it in her face but they like sister and but, her face. <laughs> but like she couldn't like my mom's the type of person that when we were kids she would pinch you in the store and dare you to cry like stuff like that and then smile right she is like uppercut you in your stomach and then be like hey sweetheart how are you you know so be like oh, mom dying over here y'all don't know that I'm bleeding on the inside and she don't care she want me to just keep walking so I was just like oh she's not gonna Kirk out here so 
we get in the car and she's all like, where is it? Just that and the third. And I told her and then I showed her. She's like, why would you do that? Blah, 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 blah. So we get home and she's like, you need to tell your dad. I'm not telling him this, that, and the third. So I'm just like, ah, like why? So I'm just like, you could just tell him and then just tell him you okay with it. And so she's like, I'm not doing that. I, you know, it, your body's a temple and you shouldn't do that. And you know, just all of this stuff. So I go upstairs, I tell my dad and he's in the middle of doing something and I say um you know daddy I got something to tell you mommy told me to tell you he's like what I was like I got a tattoo and he's like where I was like on your back on my back and so he said let me see it so I show it to him and so he just kind of shake his head and he's like what's your mother say and I said she said she's disappointed in me he was like okay me too I tell her I said it and then I was like that's it he was like yeah, that's it. And so we just kind of walked out. I still don't know whether that was he really upset or he just did, did he take on my mom's emotions or whatever have you. But, you know, it was those type of things that like depending on what was happening, like he would say certain things, but you just didn't know like how he was actually feeling. So I only know of like two times well, maybe three times in my life that I've actually seen my father have some emotion, right? And for whatever reason, you know, when you're growing up, you don't really know why. You just think maybe your parents are just having to be strong or whatever. So as I'm, like, raising my sons, I'm starting to realize, like, you know, they're taught something completely different. You know what I'm saying? Like, between my son's father and my husband, a lot of their, sometimes their comments are like, you know, toughen up, this, that, and the third. And I remember when my kids were smaller that I would be like, well, why they got to do that? Like, if they scared, they scared. If they hurt, they hurt. If they afraid, they afraid. Like, it's a, it's an emotion. Like, do you not have emotions? Like, <laughs> if you want, let's be truthful. Oh, I didn't see you break down. I've seen you cry. I've seen you be emotional. So are you saying that that? That's not real. And they're like, no, I'm not saying that, you know, but I'm, you know, it's just like, it's the way they do it. Right. And so I said last week, like I'm raising or attempting to break, not attempting, but I'm wanting to raise emotionally responsible men to be able to know exactly how to express their emotion, but also, you know, in a way that that needs to be done. And so one of my biggest pet peeves that I hate with a, I don't hate's a strong word, but I really, really dislike it when I hear people say this. And when I hear people say like, especially men, like stop crying like a girl. I just, I really be wanting to know like, how exactly does one cry like a female? I just, I'm not really sure exactly how it is because I've seen men cry. I've seen grown men cry. They cry the same way that I cry. I've seen a teardrop because I've cried like that sometimes. I've seen an ugly, snotty, messy, nose running type cry. I've seen men do that too. So can you differentiate what's a boy cry and what's a girl cry? Because for me, I'm completely like baffled, right? And so as I'm raising my sons and they're in like this preteen, teenager stage, I want them to be able to feel whatever they whatever it is they feel. If you are disappointed in something, whatever it what it is, like feel that way. I'm not going to chastise you because you're upset about something. Now, if you know some of the things that like so I don't like bugs. Like I don't like nothing that even remotely looks like a bug. I don't care if it's a toy or anything. Some things I'm not really like it doesn't scare me, but other things it's like 
Jesus. Like, it, it'd be like that, right? And so when my kids were younger, my husband would be like, you know, if your mom doesn't like it, then you have to, you know, have to protect her. And I would be like, you know, I want them to be able to do it for me. But honestly, I could do it myself. I just have to talk myself into it, right? Like, just kill the spider. Just kill the spider. Now, if it's a, a like a rodent or anything that looks like you gone I will sell the house somebody do something with it like stuff like that I that is a fear that like comes up from the feet like I just I can't I can't do it like I will be stuck right so here's the thing there are people who are like that when it comes to heights men there are men that are like that when it comes to maybe not animals but I've seen some men who are afraid of like snakes or um even dogs because you just don't you don't know what people's experiences are and you don't know why but I think what does not help like us grow as um individuals male or female is that when we put a gender or we put like emotions inside a classification as if everybody doesn't have emotions like God created us all with emotions you read the Bible like people cried men cried they were saved they were depressed they were all these different things so it's not anything that we were not already created with I think some of the things is that as our generations you know before us or whatever have you I feel like that men were made to believe that they are weak if they showed any emotion and I think that we as women have to change that narrative I have heard women say like you know a man who is too emotional that's weak to me why are you the only person who's allowed to feel like I, I don't know what it is that you know everybody's not born like super emotional like cry at the drop of a dime or you know whatever the case may be but at the end of the day did did or did we not all come into this world when you were born I'm quite sure you cried when you were hungry you cried when you needed to change your your, your diaper you cried when you needed to get picked up like it's and I'm like that it's a communication it's a release of whatever it is so if we all like why is it then when our kids get to a certain place for the boys, we're telling them, you need to stop that. Now, granted, I get whining over, like, crazy stuff, right? Like I said last week about this whole Fortnite thing, right? Fortnite's back. If you your kid's been missing, that's probably where they are, okay? So uh, a couple of days ago, um, you know, my son... He had to, like, they were out of school. So I was like, you need, y'all need to clean before you get on Fortnite. Because I already know what's going to go. It's, it's a rabbit hole once they start on it. And he is legit, like, tears in his eyes. You just won't let us chill. You just won't let us have a veg day. And so I said, let me tell you this right now. One more tear come out your eye. You will not play until I tell you you can play. Because there's no reason that a game should have you that emotional. That right there, that is a that's that's a connection that shouldn't be right. Like you could be emotional about me punishing you. You could be emotional about me getting on you. You could be emotional about you know a consequence to an action or something happening to you. You you know hurting yourself or whatever. But if a game, something that someone else made, and the fact that you can't like I understand you being disappointed, but don't cry over it. like my thing is they save your energy because that's energy. And I tell them this is. I don't say, you know, don't cry. I'm like, you need to save your energy and those tears for something that's appropriate because this is not appropriate. You can be upset. I'm okay with that. Like, you can be disappointed that I'm telling you you need to clean first. But crying about it, like, attaching that 
sense of emotion to it makes me think you're way too invested into it. And so if I believe that, then there needs to be some separation, right? And so I think what it is, is like teaching them, like you have the emotion when it's appropriate. Right. And I don't want them. So one of my sons plays football. And so he was talking to me and he was like, yeah, one of our coaches, he'd be, you know, when they be doing whatever, he'd be like, you know, stop crying like a girl, you doing this like a girl. And I said, so I just want to know, like, what do you think that that means? And he's like, well, I don't really know. I said, do you cry? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, tell me the times that you've cried. And so he names, oh, I cried this time and whatever. And I did this, that, that time. I was like, so do you think that those are not like, do girls only cry at those times? Like, do girl, do you know if that, he's like, well, I don't know. And so I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to say whatever they want to say. Right. And you know, my husband was like, I knew that once he told you that you was going to have like a fit. I was like, I'm not having a fit because guess what? He's telling him that because he's heard that all his life. This is an older man. He might be mid-40s, early 50s. Like, you've been told that your life stopped crying like a girl. I'm telling my, we have to stop the cycle because there are men out here taking their lives. There are men out here taking other people's lives. There are men out here who are emotionally unstable because they do not know how to handle their emotions. There are men out here who are making decisions based off of what people are saying because they're telling them not to feel how they feel. And that is not right. And my, my job as my kids parents is to teach them to not do the same thing if you are hurt you be hurt like your emotion or whatever it is you feel needs to be appropriate however I want you to feel whatever it is you feel because they're feelings feelings are temporary I don't want you making decisions off of your feelings but if you have been taught to like push down your emotions over when something happens it takes you over the ledge real quick sometimes we have no idea what people are going through you don't know what it is that they're dealing with and for me I feel like as adults when you're telling young children to bottle up their emotions you don't know what's happening in their household you don't know what they're being subjected to. And maybe the cry is a cry for help. Maybe the cry is something of like, instead of us being like, oh man, he acting soft or he being a wimp or whatever have you, or he weak. It's like, what's going on? Like having a conversation sometimes. Cause guess what? You'll do it with a girl. You do the same thing with her. You see a girl like, what's going on? Like that didn't require all of that. And I've seen people be more sensitive to a female being emotional than a male being emotional. And at some point in time, we have to stop that. Like, and for me, I feel like it starts with how we raise our kids. It starts with how we interact with our kids. I have nephews. I have a little cousin and and, and, and cousins, and when I see them, like, okay, so what are you crying about? I, that's what I need you to tell me. Tell me what it is that are you that you're crying about. If then once they tell me and they can explain it, well, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry that that happened to you. I'm sorry that you know you you stubbed your toe. Are you okay? Is everything okay with you now? Can't let's take a deep. You know what I'm saying? The same thing you would do with a little girl. It, it doesn't change the fact that 
you should not also do it with your boys. And so today I really just wanted to kind of employ people like as a female, if you hear somebody telling a, a, a young man, like stop crying like a girl, or and even if it is your boyfriend or your husband or your significant other, to me, I just feel like let's have a conversation. Like I always challenge my husband when he says that. And even my son's father, like tell me what that means. And I want you to explain to me what crying like a girl looks like. Okay, just just you tell me and so that I can specify. So when I see it, I know. Right. And I think that what happens is that when you say that there's no answer, nobody has an answer. They just be like, well, you know, and you hear people all the time that will say stuff to the effect of like, you know, they just can't be crying over anything. Okay, well, it wasn't anything. The Bama got hit with a helmet in his back like. I mean, I think that if you got hit, it would you know, like got pummeled or got the wind knocked out of you, do you not think that there would be some type of like emo like you're scared? You don't know what the feeling is, especially if it happens for the first time. Depending on what it is, you don't know what you would feel. You can't necessarily say. But again, it's not like a girl. If we've all been, do you eat like a girl? Do you run like a girl? Do you uh, walk like a girl? Do you, uh, like, it's so many things that it's just like, what exactly it does that mean? And I think that, you know, when we're talking about being emotionally well, is that it's our jobs now to raise up men who can have an, a conversation with a woman about how they're feeling. You have dudes that ghost girls just because they don't want to tell it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have when I was dating, you would have things where people like oh, he's too soft, you know. Like, what do that mean? He like too in touch with his feminine side. Um, again, what does that mean? Like, I don't understand that. Well, because he tells you how he feels, is he? But guess what? It's okay for us to to fall in love. It's okay for us as women to be emotional. But if we're all created with the same makeup they they going to be emotional it may not be the same thing but i think that we have to structure it in a way especially just now with the fact that people are dealing with so many things that if they were able to find a safe space to be able to get it out to be able to talk about how they feel so they be able to talk about what it is that disappointed them in 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 whatever it is whether it was in their childhood in their marriage in their relationships you know as as um, parents like you don't know what you have to deal with until you're dealing with it right and a lot of stuff that we're doing is as a result of how we were raised we have you know all of these men who are out here who were basically raised by single mothers right and so it's unfortunate sometimes because some in some situations moms expect put the onus on their sons to be like their husbands right or their boyfriends or that protector and as opposed to allowing them to be able to grow into the man that who, who that God has created them to be they're forcing forcing certain things because you need to be strong for me it's not their job to be strong for you it's your job to be strong for them and I think that when we change the narrative that our children are not our you know partners when they didn't ask to be here or they didn't ask to be put in these situations then I think that that helps them to not have to grow up too early and not have to deal with the stuff that they're having to deal with because what happens is that you grow up and you have emotionally unavailable men which is what a lot of women are saying you know they're like well they're not you're not 
know, they don't support me emotionally. They're not, you know, they're not in tune with what's going on with me. And I'm not saying old men are like that. Absolutely not. But there are quite a few because they haven't been able to express it. Now, at the end of the day, you may have someone who chooses just not to. They may be in tune with it, but also they may not know how to express whatever it is they're feeling, right? And so I think that as we're going through life, whether you're dating somebody, whether you're in a marriage, whether you're raising a son, I think that our job as women, because we are emotional creatures, is to create the safe space for them to know that no matter what it is, I support you, especially if it's somebody that you love and care about and you are concerned about their well-being, you know, completely you know you need to be able to let that person know like you can trust me with your stuff you can trust me with whatever it is that you you feel and that you are you know not sure of what to say or whatever the case may be in my marriage I'm way more emotional than my husband is and he knows that you know and sometimes I'm a little bit too much and sometimes, you know, I, you know, I have to say to him, hey, you know, this is a lot. I know this is a lot for you. And, you know, you may not know how to take it. But I also have to know when he's going through, even though he doesn't open his mouth. I've learned that everybody doesn't, you know, everybody is not as emotional, but I can see when my husband is hurting. And I can go to him and say, whatever it is that you need to talk about, I'm here whenever you are ready. Ready? Like you, he knows that he's safe with me. So when he's able to express that, I'm not going to be like, you crying like a girl. Like, oh, I'm not going to be like, man, you weak, whatever. No, he knows that I care about him. He knows that I love him. He knows that I want what's best for him. And so if that means you sharing it, and if I know there's been times when I've had to pray and I say, God, you let me carry the burden for him because I know it's too much for him to carry. So because I'm used to being emotional, I will carry that. Like, give it to me and I will carry it for you. And Everybody can't do that, but I know where we are in, you know, in our marriage and I know what I can handle and I know what he can handle. And I think that that's because I'm emotionally aware of myself and also of him that I'm able to be able to be that safe space for him. The same thing with my kids. When my kids are having emotions, they know they can come and talk to me. Even if they scared, they know that I have them. They know that I'm going to hug up on it, not baby them, but love them through it so that they can make whatever the decision is like for themselves how do you feel about this um and and I think that that's okay so we have a long way to go because you know I, I don't think it's a conversation that's happening but it needs to be a conversation that is happening especially for us who have sons and who are growing somebody's father and somebody's husband you know what I'm saying like I just want them to be able to be well-rounded, mind, body, soul, emotionally, all of that. So today I just really wanted to talk about that that phrase that I dislike, you know, stop crying like a girl, because what does that even sound like? Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Remember to join the Slaying Self-Doubt community on Facebook. Have a great week. See ya.